Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I am your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Jacqueline Wales, who is the founder of The Fearless Factor at Work. Her website is thefearlessfactoratwork.com. Jacqueline, welcome to the show. Great to be here, Jen. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So I wanted to just kind of jump straight into this. Uh, We were talking a little bit about this offline, but right now, um, at least considering 2020 and, you know, who knows what the future holds at this point, but we're kind of living in this fear-based culture right now, as you mentioned offline. And and it's a time to uh, be creative or create for the future, as opposed to maybe try to sustain what you think, you know, is still... um, like sustain what you think pre-pandemic times could, you know, kind of come back to, right? And so I'd love for you to sort of open up on that um, in just regards to this being a fear-based uh, culture right now and, and what that means for you as, as a small business owner. Well, I think, you know, given the current situation that we've been in all year with the pandemic and, you know, the roller coaster of, of government and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. uh, it's put people in a lot of worry and anxiety about what, what's life going to look like next year. And yeah. when can we return to normal? And and I think that's a real false way of looking at things of when can we return to normal? Mm-hmm. Because I don't believe that, that that so-called normal that we had before, which is really status quo for so many people, um, is ever going to return in the same way. You right. know, we've still got several months of, of dealing with this pandemic left. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not just bouncing out of it in the new year. So normally we get to the end of the year and you get okay, so what do I want for next year? Right, right. How do you move the needle on your 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 head and your thinking around, you know, is it going to be more of the same mm-hmm. as opposed to what am I creating now that I can accelerate in the new year into, the, you know, where I want to be at? Because a lot of the time it's about setting a vision. And then, of course, as we know as entrepreneurs, it's about taking the actions mm-hmm. and, and being disciplined enough to show up every day to, to take care of that. Um, So I I really do see that right now there's an opportunity to reset and reconfigure what it is that you're all about as an entrepreneur and think about if life has changed somewhat and people's interests have have changed also because we've reset our priorities this year, Mm -hmm. much more simple, if you like, people are looking for solutions, but they're not looking for complications, life is complicated enough. Mm-hmm. As an entrepreneur, your job is to figure out how to deliver that. And that's what I've spent most of my year doing, which was yeah. you know, realizing at the beginning of the year, I was writing a book called The Fearless Factor at Work. Mm. And I had no idea how timely that book would be, given that fear has become a major issue throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So I spent my, my year literally creating and developing. I regenerated my brand. I built a new website. I created a whole marketing program. I created an online virtual program for change that accelerates change in a massive way. And I published the book. So that was my year this year. So, you know, and I think for me, I'm just like looking the next year and I'm going, okay, so you've got all this, you've set a solid foundation. Where do you want to take this? 
you know, yeah. who's who's out there who needs this? Well, frankly, there's a lot of people out there who need this right now and are looking for these insights and strategies to help them accelerate and elevate their game. Yeah, I love that. It kind of sounds like you were incubating this year. You know, you were kind of like yeah. setting setting a, a new foundation based on the new terrain, <laughs> you know, the new landscape of what life is like today so that you could really just uh, take off for the new year. Uh, that really reminds me a lot of uh, my husband and I, what we do for our business. A lot, we were even talking about this too, of like pretty much 2020 for us was like, like laying a new foundation for how, you know, how we approach our business moving forward. And so it's, it's great to hear that like a lot of people have sort of kind of uh, gone in their figurative cave, you know, to like, you know, just work on something and, and, and kind of incubate in that way. Um, so that 2021, hopefully crossing fingers, <laughs> it'll be a lot better. We can rewrite our narrative <laughs> for the new year. Well, I think that's, that's the big thing that we always talk about as entrepreneurs is, you know, the risk factor, you know, mm-hmm. we, we put a lot of time and energy and resources into building stuff and, and you just hope that it, it lands and, and hits with the right kind of audience, you know, but, uh, you know, I feel pretty confident at the moment that, that more and more people are looking for ways to be fearless. And, you know, yes. my tagline is to be fearless, see where it gets you because the other side of fear, of course, is courage. Mm-hmm. And that's the place where we do step into our risk, where we do step it up. Um, and if you're playing it safe, then you'll kind of get stuck, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And I think that's a problem for a lot of people. They want to play it safe. They want guarantees. And I like to say there's no guarantees, as we well know. It, life is uncertain and right. always has been. And I have, you know, I tell all my clients, get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's truly the only way you're going to change and grow is mm-hmm. to be uncomfortable going through the process. Mm-hmm. So be courageous is is the real message for next year. Yeah. You know, show up and be courageous. Take that next step. And even if you fail, take the next one and then mm-hmm. take the next one. Because that's what we do. We get up, you know, fall down, get up, fall down, get up. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't have that spirit in you as an entrepreneur, well, then you need to go get a job, frankly. Yeah. And we say that with yeah. love, a ton of love. <laughs> Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> if this doesn't work for you, go get a job, you know, and of course, some people would say, well, that's how easier said than done when so many people are unemployed. And this is true. Mm-hmm. But again, how do you redefine yourself? How do you, um, you know, you regenerate who you are? That's such a big piece. And, you know, I've redefined myself many, many times over my lifetime. Yeah. Uh, you know, as an author, as a singer, as a, as a you know, martial artist, as, as many other things. Um, and each time I do it, it's exciting. You know, fear is the sharp edge of excitement. Think about it that way. Mm. Fear is the sharp edge of excitement. So where's that sharp edge? That sharp edge is literally between, oh, my God, are I really going to do this? Yes, I am. <laughs> There's a sharp edge. And also, you know, this is one thing I want to just uh, challenge like listeners and and anyone who uh, is afraid to get out of their comfort zone. When are you going to get tired of fighting for your limitations, right? It's like, when are you going to get like, there's always going to be a but like, there's always going to be like, it's like, okay, well, I want to get a job. But you know, there's so many people unemployed, how am I supposed to get a job? So when are you going to get tired of that? When are you going to get tired of yourself holding yourself back in that way? Yeah, this is very much it's called excusitis. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's, it's a disease of excusitis. And I like to say in a joking way, there's only one butt and you're sitting on it. You know, <laughs> uh, you know try changing your butts to and, you know, mm. and once you make that shift from butt to and, then it becomes a much 
bigger and wider conversation but that yeah. but very much is like you know doorstop we're you're done you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you start using it's my circumstances it's other people it's this or that i've done it and you know there's no question in my lifetime i've done it many times yeah. uh, but you have to realize in the end that this is your as you say your limitations this mm-hmm. is the place where you use your limitations as an excuse for not taking that that next step which again will address the fear and move you into courage and yeah. that's what we're talking about be brave and yeah absolutely Renee yeah. Brown talks about it all the time about being brave and being vulnerable and so forth and she's she's got something real that we can talk about there yeah yeah I really like I also like your phrase that you said earlier be fearless uh, see where it gets you um, I have a phrase similar to that um, and this is kind of like my playful way of feeling forward I just say so far, so good. <laughs> so it's like, if I mess, I was like, oh, okay, well, no one stopped me yet. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going like so far, so good. And so that's just my way of like having fun on the journey. And so your phrase reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I really do believe this. In fact, you know, my tagline, I used to sign my books all the time, be fearless, see where it gets you. And, mm-hmm. and my marketing person looked at me one day and she went, you need to try trademark that. She said, that is your slogan, you know, mm-hmm. fairly see where it gets you because you truly are challenging people. I challenge my clients all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll come in with their stories and they'll say to me, you know, I've got this, that, and next thing going on. And, and, you know, it's pretty unique and so forth. And I'll say, no, it's not unique, but you're wearing a different set of clothes. So it looks different. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the idea of, you know, they come in the door and they don't have enough confidence, for instance. Uh, when we unearth what the fears are around it, frequently it's, I'm not good enough. Yeah. That's where most people get tied up in their fear. I'm really not good enough. I'm not credible enough. I don't have yeah. the right credentials. Uh, I don't have the right experience. I don't have. Why do people keep taking courses? courses after courses after courses and the hopes that they can educate them better to get out of their lack of confidence. Right, right. Well, yeah, to some degree it works, but at the same time, you know, again, it's that piece of believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. And part, big part of my work is helping people to believe in themselves so yeah. that they can then take the next steps and so they can then get the next promotion so they can then take charge of their lives in whatever way, shape or form that is meaningful to them. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of which, Jacqueline, let's go ahead and talk about your company, The Fearless Factor at Work. For people that are hearing about it for the first time, um, what do you do and who's your who's your ideal client? Who do you love working with? So I work, uh, what do I do primarily is I help individuals, both entrepreneurs and executives, to get a better handle on the limiting beliefs and behaviors that stop them from really succeeding at whatever it is that they want to succeed at. Mm -hmm. I help them find their true potential. I help them step into what I call ownership of everything that they are. Mm -hmm. So I do that through coaching. I do that through facilitated programs and facilitated workshops and so forth. My primary client is one who's at a certain level in their career, no matter whether it's entrepreneurial or in the the workplace, Mm -hmm. but they're at a certain place in their career and they know that there's limitations to your point that you made earlier. Mm -hmm. And they know that they need help to uh, to break through the barriers. They need help to have a sounding board, Mm. an advisor. In many cases, I become an advisor to my clients. I have one client I've been working with now for three years. And he came to me originally because he was aware that as a senior manager, 
he needed to learn how to cope with his team better mm. in terms of communication. He also realized he had huge perfectionism in, in his life, which mm. meant he's setting some really high standards for himself and for those he worked with. Mm -hmm. And of course, working, you know, 18 hours a day and never taking a break. And, you know, eventually it led to divorce in his family because oh. he gave all his attention to his work yeah. and, and not to, to what was really fundamentals, if you like. Right. So as an advisor to him, not only have I helped him with his communication strategies in dealing with team members and in how he's giving feedback and so on and so forth, but I've also taught him how to have more self-compassion because wow. hard driving, wow. overachieving people are, are very familiar with what I call the two by four, which is that piece of wood that you slam up the side of your head when you go, something goes wrong, when you fail at something, mm -hmm. when that negative voice takes over and, you know, you call yourself all kinds of names. So helping people become their best friend, not their worst enemy, becomes a real critical piece of the conversation. So the counseling, the coaching, the advising, they're all kind of rolled into one. And a lot of it comes out of my own personal experience. I have walked and talk. I have been there, done that. I know the color of these things inside and out. And I know what it takes to get to the other side. And my job is to help people get there as fast as possible. You don't have to take 10 years of sitting in therapy in order to figure out <laughs> what's really going on here. You know, it's like I can help you in a few short weeks to identify what the beliefs and behaviors are currently stopping you. Mm -hmm. And then you get to practice it over the next few months so that it becomes much more natural and much more you, because mm -hmm. many times we're not living true to our own selves. We're living true to somebody else's idea of who we should be. And, and why, do, why do we do that, Jacqueline? Why is it that we, I don't know, we feel like we have to fit in? Maybe, maybe it's because of our upbringing, because we had to, you know, like follow whatever our parents or caretakers modeled for us and needed to feel safe in that kind of way. Like, why, why is that maybe in our adult life that we're still feeling like we need to fit in? Well, that stuff is embedded at a very, very young age when we're extremely uh, influenced by other people and especially authority figures. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whatever you were told kind of tends to stick a little bit until you can figure out and have the strength and courage again to move beyond that. Um, for instance, my father told me for years I would never amount to anything. For years. Wow. Wow. And so, you know, I grew up with that. And of course, my behavior in the beginning was that confirmation bias, which was I'll do everything wrong just to prove to you that you're right, you know. <laughs> right. But then again, at a certain point, there was an attitude that, that got in that was basically an FU attitude. Mm -hmm. And that FU attitude that I got in me was what drove me to look for other answers, that, yeah. to look for other solutions. But it took a long time. I didn't really start getting straight until I was about maybe 35. Wow. Uh, so, you know, but between 35 and 50, I made up for, for lost time, big time. Yeah. But oh, it, that's it beautiful. took a lot of change. It took a lot of change. And so I know the change process intimately. And I know that it's a hard, when you have a lot of negativity embedded in you, mm -hmm. when you have a lot of negative voices that constantly hold you back from being who you are, uh, it's, it's a hard journey. But if you're passionate about who you think you can be, mm. if you're passionate about wanting to deliver on something in the world, of wanting to be of service in the world, then you owe it to yourself to figure out how to break through these barriers. 
Um, yeah. You know, I used to see it in my martial arts training. I, I have a black belt in karate um, that I actually got on my 49th birthday. So oh, I, didn't yes. start, I didn't start it until I was in my 40s. So that gives you an idea. It's amazing. Job. But I had this vision. My teacher would always say to me, you do your best work when you're exhausted mm. and because you're not thinking anymore. You're just mm-hmm. simply being in the yeah. moment. And I would have this vision of a wall and, and I could either allow that wall to stop me or I could punch my way through it, go around it, over it, whatever. But that wall was coming down because yeah. I was not going to stop, uh, you know, and let it get in the way. And that's the attitude you have to take. And I'm talking about attitude here. Mm-hmm. You got to have that right attitude in order to break through those barriers that you might have in your way currently. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, you have to have the courage to change and also have the courage to seek out help because you didn't do this by yourself. You know, like you, you did have that desire, obviously, but you got the help you needed. You mentioned you were in counseling for 10 years, and I'm sure there's other things that you did um, to really get you to where you're at today so that you can teach your clients to, um, you know, shorten that learning curve to just a couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I knew that from a very early age that there were people who entered my life who would say to me, don't go that way, go this way. Mm-hmm. And I had an example of it yesterday with my marketing person who I said, you know, I don't really want to do that. And she went, Oh yes, you do. And pointed <laughs> out why I needed to do that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so it's a constant, you know, you never, you never stop. I mean, I yeah. like to say the only time you stop learning is when you're in the pine box going out the door, you know? <laughs> uh, so you've got an entire lifetime to, to figure yeah. this out, but you know, why take your time on this? You know, life's too damn short. And, you know, yeah. I feel like I'm on the, I'm on the short end of the stick at this point in, in, in time. But, you know, even if I have another 30 years of living, I want to make sure that I, I live it to the fullest and show up every day and do my damnedest to be of service. Cause that's what I'm all about. I'm all yeah. about service. How can I help you get what you want? Mm-hmm. And that's truly fundamental to philosophy for me. How can I help you get what you want? Yeah. And let's, let's unpack some of this stuff. Yeah, no, beautifully said, uh, Jacqueline. Let's talk a little bit about your book. So you, I mean, you have three books, fun fact. You, your first book was a novel. Your second book is The Fearless Factor. And the third one is Fearless Factor at Work. Let's talk about the, uh, both, the last two books, The Fearless Factor and Fearless Factor at Work. Um, what compelled you? I mean, obviously your t-shirt says it all, be fearless. But what compelled you to write your first book, uh, or second book, sorry, Fearless Factor, and then the follow-up, Fearless Factor at Work? Well, the fearless factor, to be quite honest, and, and again, you know, when we're starting out in business, we've got to build credentials. And mm-hmm. so after speaking with my coach, she said, you know an awful lot about fear. Why don't you teach people how to walk through that fear and get mm-hmm. to the other side? Mm-hmm. And so the fearless factor came about and I, I interviewed 12 women and I asked them to tell me their stories of being fearless in their life. Uh, and they talked about divorce and they talked about travels and all other kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I shared a lot of my own personal narrative, which is something I do in all my books. My books are very personal in a lot of ways. Yeah. I tell a lot of my own stories. So um, fast forward to the fearless factor at work. I've been working with clients over you know, a 10 year period. And I realized that I've been thinking about writing a, another book for quite a while. And then again, it became clear that all the stories that I've been you know, heard and, and have been helping with and so forth, all boiled down to something we call the power skills nowadays. Mm-hmm. And that's self-awareness, it's communication, it's trust, it's getting past the fears, it's the courage piece, it's the curiosity piece. 
It's about appreciation. It's about legacy. Mm-hmm. It's about how to set some clear visions and some goals. And all of the stuff that I'd learned over my lifetime and through those last 15 years primarily, I put into the Fearless Factor at work because I saw it as a virtual mentor. This yeah. is what I, I want. I have each, at the end of every section in each of these books, there's a list of questions. Mm-hmm. And these question, questions are designed to really help you self-reflect on who am I and how am I showing up in the world? Yeah. And what can I do differently? Mm-hmm. So all of these questions are powerful questions, and I call them the deep dive questions because I really want you to take the time to think about it. Now, I know many people, when they read these books, they go, yeah, I'll get to the questions later. I just want to read the book. Right. You want to get well, to the answer. Yeah. <laughs> right. The golden nugget, the main golden nugget in the book, when really it's the questions, right? Right, right, right. It's like you're missing the big piece of the picture here. You mm-hmm. know, so at the end of the book, I actually reiterate all the questions again and mm, say, you know, smart. where's the holes? Where's the gaps is how I describe it. You know, mm-hmm. look at these questions and find your gaps because we all have gaps and, uh, you know, see what you can do to, to help address this. So I'm going to be coming out with a workbook version of the Fearless Factor at Work uh, in the new year. So uh, it will perhaps make it easier for people to, to do the work necessary, because that's mm-hmm. why I write these books. You know, I want you to do the work. I want you to really think about it. Yeah, it's nice. You get some nuggets. It's great, but mm-hmm. do the work. It's good for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like your business fearless factor at work. It's not just about knowing about it, but it's actually doing something about it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jacqueline, um, gosh, you're just, uh, you're just very inspirational and I feel like I got a pep talk <laughs> from you today. Um, before we go, I just want to make sure I covered all my bases here. Um, is there anything else you want people to know about your company, the fearless factor at work or your novels or just, or, or, or your books or just anything else you want to share with our listeners today? Well, thank you for that, Jen. Um, I, in January, I'm starting a new six-week virtual accelerated program, and it's designed to really help you break through some of these barriers that we've discussed today mm. and get the insights and strategies you need to keep moving forward. And I call it an accelerated program because if you're interested in change, this is truly what will nudge the needle for you. But I like to say it's about show up and make the commitment. If you don't show up and make the commitment, it's not another course to take. I mentioned that earlier when we talked. This is something where I want committed individuals who are ready for change and are ready to be in the game with this. And it's by uh, application only for for a good reason. I want to make sure there's a good fit Mm. for all of the people that small group forum, eight people, no more. And uh, it's six weeks and there's three hours of personal coaching attached to that as well. Mm -hmm. So you're getting it in group function and you're getting it on individual attention as well. So it's a pretty good package for six weeks. And that's where my, all of what I've built, everything I talked about earlier, January, we have the big kickoff. I've already done the beta. It's, it's amazing. It's worked really well. January, we've got the big thing going on. So Mm. If anybody's interested, go to my website and under resources, you'll find the information that you need. Awesome. Uh, Jacqueline, thank you again so much for your time. I I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you, Jen. I did too. Thanks. Yeah. Again, to our listeners, this is Jacqueline Wales, the founder of The Fearless Factor at Work. You can learn more about her and get those resources and learn more about the six-week accelerated program at our website, thefearlessfactoratwork.com. With that said, thank you all so much for joining us, and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. 
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.